the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I want to take uh, a little opportunity here for this segment, maybe the next one as well, to uh, do what Ben Shapiro used to do so well on his podcast, deconstruct the culture. Uh, this morning on the Today Show on NBC, by the way, welcome to hour number two of the Bruce Willis Show. Glad to have you along. Uh, to, this morning on the Today Show, show n- not a show I watch, but a show that a friend tweeted a clip from, former Ohio State football player Harry Miller appeared on the Today Show. Now, Harry Miller uh, played football for the Buckeyes. I remember when he signed his recruiting letter. He's one of these out-of-state kids with a you know national high ranking and everything. Harry Miller recently has been in the news because he has medically retired from football. Right? He does not have a physical injury. He is a young man who has struggled with mental health issues. And he in his disclosure on social media a week or so ago, said that he approached Ryan Day, the head coach of the football team, before the season and said that he had thought about or had contemplated suicide. Uh, He now says, I've read or saw in this segment or saw somewhere, that he told his mother when he was eight years old that he wanted to kill himself. Okay. So Harry Miller, elite athlete in high school, elite student in high school, he is a kid who has uh, invested a lot of his time in going to uh, foreign countries and serving as a missionary. So explain this, this phenomenon here, okay? This, this is bigger than one kid, all right? We have a lot of kids now who are struggling with, and the buzzword is mental health. <clears throat> so I want to discuss this with you, and you're free to plug into 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. But here's kind of the beginning of the segment today with Savannah Guthrie, and I think that's uh, somebody else, uh, dude from uh, The Voice. It's Carson, is it Carson Daly from The Voice? Anyway, he's sitting there. Harry Miller talking on camera with the people from the Today Show. We look mm-hmm. at you, Harry, and you know the world thinks, there's a kid who has it mm-hmm. all. And you tried to explain mm-hmm. why it is that you can still hurt so deeply. Yeah, I was um, talking with Carson before coming on and we were sort of describing it like like the weather and um you go outside and you see it's raining and people say how about the weather today and you've got instead of raining cats and dogs it's it's raining young people off of buildings and you look around and you say something's going on right now yeah something is going on right now a lot's going on right now and this is a this is a problem i i I feel uncomfortable watching Harry Miller here, staring off camera. He's not looking at the camera. He doesn't look comfortable on the set. You know, there are people who go through stuff in life, and you see them later, and you're like, wow, they've gotten past it. They look fine. 
Harry Miller, to me, looks like still a very troubled young man. Now, maybe he's just a thoughtful young man, uh, a deep thinker, uh, feels emotions on a deeper level, sensitive young guy. That's possible, too. But I'm I'm not, like a lot of people, you know, greeted his social media postings about his medical retirement from football for mental health issues as like he's doing something heroic and he's fine and he's great and now he can become this advocate. I'm not sure he's fine. He doesn't look fine to me. And it looks to me like he's playing the role of someone who's now supposed to speak to these issues when he doesn't quite have it figured out himself. And I think as I look at the culture today, why do we have so many kids like Harry Miller, who he's troubled? How many? Why do we have so many kids? And I'll call uh, Will Thomas, the former former male swimmer at Penn, now a female swimmer who has taken on the identity of a transgender woman, Leah Thomas. Why do we have so many kids? Like high schools around central Ohio. You'd probably be hard-pressed to find one where you didn't have somebody, quote-unquote, transitioning. And on one hand, the left embraces this wholeheartedly with, oh, this is so courageous and this is so compassionate, without ever looking at the causes of it. Okay, so interestingly enough, I came across an editorial today in the Cleveland Plain Dealer by a former boss of mine. Um, And the headline on the editorial, it's tough being a kid during anxious times. Yeah, it is. It's tough being a kid during anxious times. But the idea that, and he does make this point, but not fully in this editorial because not a very deep thinker himself. The idea that this is the first time that times have been tough for kids is just not true. Like, would you have liked to have grown up in an era where you had air raid drills and got under desk because you thought you were going to die in a nuclear war? Would you have liked to have grown up in an era where disease, <laughs> COVID aside, which I think was largely magnified, was not a threat against kids, or disease, like you, literally you could get, my cousin has, my cousin has polio. Uh, smallpox, all these things. Was that a better time to grow up? I argue yes. It was a better time to grow up. And you know why it was a better time to grow up? Because you grew up then with guardrails. Like, why do they put guardrails on mountain highways? Why do they put guardrails on highways, period? To keep you from driving off the road, right? Where are the guardrails today for kids? What are kids told no on? Everything is a celebration of self. If you think it, it must be celebrated. It could be completely erroneous and stupid and at odds with all reason and logic since the beginning of time. But if you think it, it must be celebrated. And in fact, it must not only be celebrated, it must be encouraged. It must be drawn out of you by your teachers at school. We must make room for that. We must celebrate that we must elevate a person's outlying beliefs and inclinations and celebrate them as the norm in fact the majority must be inconvenienced for the minority i don't mean ethnic minorities i don't mean racial minorities i mean i think we still have more biological girls who own their biological womanhood 
but we must inconvenience them by allowing biological men in their restrooms and locker rooms or give them the award as Woman of the Year, Rachel Levine, the first female four-star admiral in the U.S. Navy, is a biological man. She is USA Today's Woman of the Year. The Babylon Bee, a satire site, a satire site, which means we make fun of things. Don't take us seriously. The Babylon Bee has been banned from Twitter because it noted the irony of USA Today's Woman of the Year being a man. Because you're not allowed to say on big tech's platforms that Rachel Levine is, as any person with a working set of eyeballs can tell you, a man dressed as a woman. As anyone with a working set of eyeballs can tell you that Leah Thomas is Will Thomas playing the role of a female. And it must be extolled and celebrated. And it is by our governing bodies, NCAA, U.S. Olympic Committee, President of the United States. The left that wants to celebrate the whims and irrationality of the transgender movement will tell you that they're what's best for kids. But I see kids like Harry Miller, and I see kids like those who've bought into the delusion of gender confusion, and I see kids who've lived a life without guardrails. I grew up knowing that my parents, A, had my best interest at heart and loved me unconditionally, but B, would rein me in if I got out of line. I grew up with respect for authority. I grew up with an awareness of authority. But nowadays, the people in authority, government, teachers, academia, the people with influence, media, academia, politics, tell these kids there are no guardrails. They don't exist. And we wonder why they're looking for something. They don't know they're looking for structure. They don't know they're looking for discipline because those things are painted as evil. But they're not evil. They have had a purpose since the beginning of time. And if we want to remove all the things that protect kids, give them structure, and then they flame out in various innumerable ways, and then we act puzzled, we act like we have a crisis on our hands, we act like, oh, how could this happen? Well, you not only allowed it to happen, you encouraged it to happen. And so this is why I battle here, to whatever extent I'm effective battling, against these kinds of thoughts. That's why I bring on people from communities that are willing to step out there and take the criticism for trying to offer some structure and some guardrails to kids, trying to expose 
the lies of leftism and Marxism and progressivism and all those things. You know, Savannah Guthrie's a super, super liberal, right? Oh, Harry, you're so courageous and you're so this and you're so that. And she acts so compassionate toward Harry Miller. But if you try to get Savannah Guthrie on board with the stuff that would help kids like Harry Miller really deal with the issues that are eating away at them because they've allowed to, been allowed to wander wherever they want to go. And I'm not talking about Harry specifically because I don't know his case, but so many of these kids have been allowed, oh, we're Nationwide Children's Hospital. We're going to support the Kaleidoscope Youth Center. We're going to support the transgender movement. We're going to support, we really care about kids. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're a fraud. The leadership of Nationwide Children's Hospital is a fraud. The leadership of our government is a fraud. They don't care about our kids. They don't. And are we better off as a country when we name a vice president just because she checks the box of race and sex? Are we better off as a country because one of the nine most important jobs in our country is going to go to somebody because she checks the box of race and sex? You know, the values that made America great are not the values that are extolled by the people in charge today. And if we don't get back to that, well, then guess what? We'll never get back to that. So in this vein of talking about culture and reflecting on this visit that the former Ohio State football player Harry Miller had on the Today Show today, uh, a couple of other things that have happened in sports over the weekend intersect with culture. Uh, Leah Thomas, the transgender swimmer, biological male swimmer, swimming as a woman in the NCAA Women's Championships, did win an NCAA championship in the 500-meter freestyle. Hopefully... Leah Thomas winning will bring more people who are not given the chance to win because of this complete lunacy of a man swimming as a woman just because they say they are a man. Hopefully it'll make more people realize how unfair this is, and they'll speak out like Rika Georgi spoken out. She swims for Virginia Tech. And she says, a man swimming as a woman doesn't promote our sport in a good way. I think it's disrespectful against the biologically female swimmers who are competing in the NCAA. Now, this girl is not a average swimmer. She swam for Hungary in the 2016 Olympics. And here's the other part of this conversation that is never, ever pointed out by the left. You can't criticize a biological man swimming as a woman without being labeled hateful toward the transgender woman biological man. But Georgi shows that there is the possibility, I would argue in this case, the probability that two things can be true at once. She says, I'd like to point out that I respect and fully stand with Leah Thomas. I'm convinced that, I'm not going to use the pronoun she did because it's made up. Thomas is no different than me or any other Division I swimmer who has woken up at 5 a.m., their entire life for morning practice. On the other hand, I would like to critique the NCAA rules that allow Thomas to compete against us who are biologically women. Yeah. Look, you want to make a separate category for transgender athletes? Go for it. But to allow them to compete as women, at the same time, we are in the 50th year of Title IX and celebrating, oh, these great opportunities for women, fantastic opportunities for women. It's so nonsensical. Listen, I watched the boys' state tournament this past weekend in Dayton. I was at the girls' state tournament the weekend before. 
there were some girls teams in the state finals who were hopelessly, hopelessly, I can't say outman because it was outwomaned. If you put like a reasonably athletic male who is six feet two inches tall, which is not big at all by male standards in the basketball realm, if you put that boy on certain girls' teams who got beat by 30 points, those girls' teams would win convincingly. They just would. That's the difference. That's the beauty of how God made men and women differently. The Deshaun Watson story in Cleveland is interesting. Deshaun Watson is a quarterback, or was, for the Houston Texans. Now he's the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. The Browns gave him 200 and... I forget. It's $46 million a year. Over five years. So $230 million guaranteed. He never has to play it down for them. He signs his name, boom, $230 million. $46 million a year. Now he faces civil trials, civil lawsuits rather, from 22 women who say that he sexually imposed his will upon them when they were giving him massages. Uh, Browns fans love their team. Some of them don't love the fact that the Browns have decided to align themselves and affiliate themselves with Deshaun Watson. But I know how this works. People will continue to root for the Browns even though they have an apparent sexual predator on their team because he can throw the football. And he can, they think, make make them a better football team. But the Browns will tell you that they are community-minded, and they are. They've built football fields and stuff in the inner city of Cleveland. So they want to cultivate a fandom from young kids in Cleveland while having a sexual predator as their quarterback. Does that seem incongruous to anyone but me? And I heard a host in Cleveland today say, well, you know, I'm a Browns fan, so I don't like that they have Deshaun Watson, but I'm going to continue to root for the Browns. This is the Joe Biden position or other politicians' positions on abortion on the Democratic side of the aisle. I'm Mary Cuomo position. I'm personally opposed to it. But it's not for me to say what other people should do. So the great thing about being a conservative is that you know what you believe and you know why you believe it. And there's consistency to what you believe and why you believe it. And you don't make compromises to your integrity and character and ignore truth. Because if you ignored truth, you wouldn't be a conservative. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.